Warning, spoilers are present in this podcast. Third World Cinema Club Hello, welcome to Third World Cinema Club. I am uh, John Tawasil uh, and I have the same n- uh, number of Nobel Peace Prize, uh, Nobel Prizes as F. Chanil Jose. Sino next? <laughs> Ikaw! <laughs> uh, hey, I'm Tristan of Rappler and same as John, we have the same number of Nobel Peace Prizes as F. Chanil Jose and, but I'm still closer by association <laughs> to the Nobel Prize than him. <laughs> the first. To the first. <laughs> first degree of separation lang. <laughs> oh, one degree lang. Hi, this is Princess Kinok, currently using Queen Kinok's Zoom. <laughs> Same number of uh, Nobel Peace Prize. Prizes won by F. Shanil Jose, which is zero. Kilala natin qualify pala na. I-quantify. Kilala natin i-quantify yan. <laughs> and uh, next Hi, I am JM of Jemilikula Kibaba The attention is not on me now Di ano, Gawadurian Decorated Gawadurian winning Creative consultant Yeah. Uh, and finally, last but not the least Hello, ako po si DJ Ramon is Isang ordinaryong netizen At <laughs> <laughs> so kapatid anong ano anong rereklamo mo kapatid bakit pa tawag sa bakit pa tawag sa hotline bakit pa tawag sa amin ha <laughs> yung nanalo kasi ng award dapat ang <laughs> <laughs> misa ka lang dumalo ano pa ito rereklamo <laughs> ka pa eh opo actually ngayon very historic moment po na kompleto po kaming lima ayan sa Third World Cinema Club parang the inaugural five members of uh, Third World Cinema Club so we're here to talk about what have you watched recently yun lang ganun lang ganun po yung buong episode so kung interesado po kayo ayan po nandito po kami ma, maganda, ma ano po mataas po ang kalibre namin so yun nga po a disclaimer namin we have the same number of Nobel prizes as Neptunian Jose. So very ano, very distinguished po yung mga kasama niyo ngayon. Ang wala ako yung beret niya. Oh, wala lang ako yung beret. By fedora yeah. ako diyan sa gilid pero. Pero may, may barong si John. May barong ako, nakabarong ako. <laughs> ayun po. So um ayun Tristan, what have you watched recently? Well, um, siguro in line with the theme of self-destructing, notable people self-destructing um, on mass media, I've been watching the latest season of Succession. So I was given some screeners to write about it. So, ayun, if, you've, if you're fans of Succession, meron ba dito nanonood ng Succession? I love that show. So basically, Succession, siguro if I were to give a logline, it's... Um, it's Parang, ano eh, how would I put it? It's basically a commentary on Trump's America, the very where the oligarchs are basically um ano ba? Sorry, sobrang hindi ako articulate kasi kakagising ko lang. But basically, you see the inner workings of the upper 1%. So parang what I find super fascinating about the show in general is like it's watching these ultra mega uh, mega powerful people self destruct kasi the, the title kaya sa succession it's basically a battle for who gets to replace their Rupert Murdoch's father 
as CEO. Mm, Alam mo yun? Yeah. Parang, oh yeah, yeah. Alam mo, it's like one of those shows na it's not really about the story per se. So in a way, I would like put it alongside Mad Men and The Sopranos. But it's really driven by the character drama, how they interact. And it wouldn't work as a movie kasi part of um, the endearment is really watching these characters interact across um, nine, eight or nine episodes every season. So this season, kasi sa succession, sa season three, I don't know um, if if this is a spoiler, pero in season two kasi, the ending of season two is that um, the eldest, not the eldest, the, the second eldest son, I finally goes against the father. So what I like about season three, it's full on civil war. Mm. So kita mo yung machinations, how they plot against each other. And then I keep forgetting to mention this, pero the most fascinating part of the show, it's it's script. Para siyang ano eh, two-thirds black comedy, witty, zingers, um, well-written well-written um, lines. Mm-hmm. Tapos one-third introspective drama lang. So, minsan, I don't know how to qualify it. Is it under comedy or drama? Kasi it has that drama one-hour-long format. Pero it's mostly ano talaga eh, black comedy, which would make sense. Kasi the writer, the showrunner behind it is the is Jesse Armstrong, the same guy behind Peep Show. Hindi ko alam sa pa rin yun. Alam mo yung Peep Show na British? Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, comedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ayun, so, that's what I've been watching. Succession Season 3. So, I apologize if it's if I'm not as articulate today, but I promise to write about it or even make a video about it. But yeah, for the fa- for fans of Succession, catch its latest season two weeks from now, sa 17, October 17. Sang platform nila makakatch it. HBO. Sorry, hindi ko ba sabi? HBO. It's on HBO. It's one of um HBO's premium shows. It won the, the Emmy, Emmy last last year. Oh, yeah. Ano siya? I think in yung the the eldest son si Kendall Roy the actor playing him si Jeremy Strong won yata best actor mm-hmm. sa Emmys. Ano siya eh like skyrocket siya into fame the show eh. Para siyang sobrang nung season 1 niya parang sleep, sleeper hit siya and then season 2 it became the talk of the town na. Mm, okay. So I would dare say na it's the best show on HBO right now possibly on streaming right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, any any may comments ba kayo dun sa napanood ni Tristan? Ako, I have personally not watched yet Succession, pero it looks very Please do. Ako, ano, I plan to. Kasi parang matagal na sa akin yung sinasuggest yan eh. Oo. Hindi ko natin na-mention ano siya. Um, kasi the owner, yung kwaring sa multi um, mega billion um, um, corporation, it's ano, um, a parallel nga diba sabi ko kay Rupert Murdoch so it's very Fox News kumbaga what if the family mm. running Fox News ay they're trying to assert each other sa throne ganun so Game of Thrones without dragons <laughs> oh, in the in the no? so parang News Corp like company no? oo syempre with the no? with, with with the other with the other assets of a conglomerate so may mga theme park sila kung ano may cruise line sila etc ayun so uh, let's go on to the next uh, show that or thing that we'll be discussing ayun princess ikaw naman what's, what did you watch recently 
Only sa lahat, hindi ako Catholic. And, you know, a lot, I, I grew up in that kind of small neighborhood na people are like, uy, hindi ka nag, uh, no, hindi ka nagko-communion, ganyan-ganyan. So, basically, my whole family was like, oh, bakit yung mama mo nakaturban? Ano ba siya? Muslim ba siya? Ganyan-ganyan. When, in fact, breast cancer kasi siya. So, I mean, you know, she's bald, so she has to wear something on her head. So, yun. So, parang, I fully related to it in a way na parang it reminded me of that childhood of mine na parang lahat ng tao Um, they have this, uh, you know, they have this prejudice amongst people who don't follow the same belief as theirs. And it's ironic kasi, you know, the title itself, Midnight Mass, na parang they celebrate the Holy Communion wherein people must um, follow the same footsteps that occurred during the night, you know, of the first Holy Communion, which is they have to um, feast on bread and wine. Pero it's a very, very ironic and very chilling in a way kasi yung interpretation nila ng Bible, interpretation nila ng Holy Scripture, talagang dito nag-back up on yung buong plot ng Midnight Mass na which I truly enjoyed kasi parang, you know, as a, I don't know, ano ko, pero as someone who's been around Catholics for my whole life and watching them try to figure out the Bible as, a, as if it's very literal or very, you know, different interpretations. I mean, yun, um, dito sa Midnight Mass, parang, I think, I'm not sure kung naging controversial na siya somewhere, pero it's gonna be very controversial, especially sa Pilipinas. Na, Pwede ba nga, no? Mag-spoil tayo. Kasi, John, <laughs> mahirap yan, no? Guys, ang hirap dito i-describe without without revealing of, without revealing the mystery para sobrang... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oo. So, ba- basically, ginawa nila... Spoiler, ting-ting-ting. <laughs> Oo. Actually, hindi lang siya sa Catholic, I think. Kasi, nalalo ko one time. Sorry, guys, ah. May nakaalaban ako na... Um, tawag dun? Yung naglalakad-lakad sila everyday, tapos they talk about the Bible, ganyan-ganyan. Joggers. So, yung, hindi! Joggers. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetness ba yan? Or more? No, Mormons. Yan, Mormons. So may, naka, may naka-discussionan kami before na Mormons. Kasi sa bahay namin, as in, meron kaming Bible, meron kaming um, Koran, may access kami sa Koran, and then, yun, yung mga ibang works na inano sa amin about our tribe, ganyan. So, I truly believe, may isang, may isang line doon na parang sabi niya, nung, nung outcasted na isa pang character, which is a Muslim, parang sabi niya, you know, yung Bible, maraming version yun eh. Kasi, ilang beses na yan na-tarnish ng humans. Pero ang Quran, hindi mo pwedeng baguhin ang Quran. Kasi talagang, ano yun, isa yun sa command na hindi mo siya pwedeng baguhin. Eh, wala siyang iba-ibang version. Ganyan. Um, so yun. So, ang ginawa ng parish priest and ni putang inang Beverly, <laughs> si ano, si, si religious Karen, niliteral nila yung Bible na tipong... sabi mo na yung V-word, sis. Oo. Si, si father pala naging vampire. Kinagat siya ng angel of God na ang angel of God pala ay isang vampire. Kamukha ni Nosferatu. Oo. As in, angel of God. Oo, kamukha, ano, ang, nung, nung araw kasi paborito ko si Anne Rice. So, sabi ko, shit, si Memnock the devil to, ganyan. Na yun nga, parang, the devil kasi, it, it, yun ba, sabi rin sa Holy Scripture na it, it walks in different forms. Yun yung devil. So, parang ako, shit, ito na yung mga, ano, mga, mga religious currents na, oh my God, the devil is here, ay, the angel is here, ganyan-ganyan. So, parang they forget that, you know, Satan or the devil himself was once an angel. Diba? So, yun. Kaya siya maganda na parang shit, ano, and for me, parang, 
hindi siya ganun katinatouch lagi ng horror eh, na, you know, the same thing that we talk about every day, which is, you know, our faith, ganyan. Pwede siyang, pwede siyang madungisan eh, ng, you know, ng greed or, you know, human desires. Kasi doon, ano, may isang scene doon na parang si father, sinisip-sip ni yung isang guy na hindi mo akalain na pwede magbago, ganyan. So parang ang, ang dating niya sa akin, parang, parang nire-rate ni father yung lalaki. Alam mo yun, parang, shit, bakit ganun yung feeling? Parang na-overcome siya ng desire. So yun, yun na. Yun ang naman ang, ano ko, take ko sa midnight class na it's very interesting um, and uh, sobrang parang pinag-aralan siya in a way kung paano i-deliver na ang horror hindi lang siya sa mga um, mumu pero minsan you know amongst ourselves we, we become that horror. Yeah, ang clever actually kaya ako nirecommend sa iyo sir kasi like ako how I found it is ang clever ng concept niya um itself Oo, like the, the concept like how you connect religion to vampirism with all the blood it's like within that concept within that conceit it's like how do we deliver um a commentary that shows how people how easy it is for people to cherry pick passages of the of the bible to to support or to back up their stances or their beliefs so even as even something as um deplorable something as sinister as a vampire may kaya mo talaga i-defend yeah. <laughs> passages of the Bible so para ang funny you know ang funny in a way that's also sobrang sharp na that concept parang inaangkla ni yung buong series so tsaka yun for people who haven't seen Midnight Mass you also should I think ano siya eh panawin mo muna si Gerald's game kasi doon parang pinakakal yung yung desire ng tao and at the same time yung yung game. anong Gerald's game yung ano between Gerald's- babies hindi. <laughs> kasi ano, ayun, tapos si Hush, si Hush kasi, sakto kakapanood lang namin ni Pinon before yung Midnight Mass. Tapos, minanggit doon ni, ni ni Beverly, hinang hindi pa siya Beverly. Uy, ang ganda na itong book mo, ha, ganyan. I especially like, ano, the character of the father and yung character ni Buntis, ganyan. Parang ako, ha, ah, yun. Tapos bilang kami ni Queen, oh my God, ito yung book. Tapos, si Beverly yung ano, ganito, ganyan, ganyan. So anyways, yun. Yun lang naman. Uh, yeah. Ayun. <laughs> Ayun. Watch no? it on Netflix. Watch it. Uh, gusto ko lang sana itagdag kasi I, I through osmosis na experience ko din ang Midnight Mass. Ang vampirism? Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Grabe naman yun. Through, through osmosis na experience mo. <laughs> <laughs> Gusto ko rin yung sumisip ng dugo. Charat. <laughs> Pero ano, uh, napanood ko, well, napanood ko in quotation marks ko din yung film because nanonood yung kasama ko dito sa bahay. And uh, interesting nga yung may, may na, I, I came across parang an interview with Mike Flanagan where he said that the vampire represents kumbaga yung nature of people to embrace parang mga fundamentalist aspects mm-hmm of yung kung ano mang dogmatic belief system nila and uh, how dangerous that is no um kaya kaya it it spreads nga like para siyang infection eh Mm-mm. na infection ng utak kumbaga yeah yung napaka napaka clever nung ano ba to metaphor na naka-implicit sa buong series kahit seven episodes lang siya parang grabe ano yun yun pa din eh, parang sa, sa umpisang scene na, na nagpe-pray siya ng 
rosary. I mean, it works naman eh. Kasi we, we do, you know, we have our own, we have different ways of believing, um, you know, in our in trusting our faith. Pero yung sa kanya, parang grabe, grabe talaga, parang ako, mm-hmm. grabe ka Beverly, tangina mo. Yung <laughs> <laughs> talaga kasi, ang dami ko talaga na-experience ng mga parents na parang they quote me back the scripture. Tapos ako, meron akong gusto, hindi ko kasi kabisado yung scripture na yun, pero parang sabi ko, di ba, the devil can actually spit scripture back to you. Parang ganun. Ganun yung gusto kong sabihin, tapos parang, dropping ko. them bars, the devil dropping them bars. Oo, ganun. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, anigma. <laughs> Tsaka yan, actually, pwede natin siyang i, ano, um, i-relate sa Sunday, Sunday ngayon. For example, ako parang I prevent myself from sticking to one, to, to, to um, attending one mass na, yung alam mo yun, parang isang, isang person lang yung papakinggan mo. Kasi we tend to do that. Tapos we fanaticize na, ah, this person was given to us by God na, you know, ito siya, ganyan we should believe in. Pero that, you don't, Parang you're soon to realize na, teka, yung taong yun, tao lang din siya. What if he said the wrong things and you believe it, diba? Tapos, yun. Yun siya. <laughs> yun. Yun. <laughs> yun. Yun lang. Okay, so, um, let's go to the next thing that we watched recently. Jim, ikaw, could you tell us a bit about what you watched recently? Uh, una sa lahat, thank you muna, Kuya Roland, for uh, the watch part. Kasi napanood ko yung Money Boys. So, Alam ko, papasalamatan mo si John. <laughs> Salamat sa, sa pagkakataon. <laughs> sa pagkakataon dito. Gusto ko lang po sanang manawagan. Money Boys is about uh, Faye. No, um, he's a male prostitute. Um, they call themselves Money Boys in China. And alam naman natin that uh, prostitution is illegal in ano in China ganun and basically it's about ano um face journey on love and life ayun so uh while watching it nagigets ko na yung mga mixed reviews ng film kasi i thought at first na yung film magfo-focus siya dun sa male prostitution sa China however hindi siya ganun um thoroughly discussed sa film kasi ano nangyari mas nag-focus siya doon sa journey or un- and unresolved past ni Faye. Kasi meron siyang former lover or ex-lover uh, portrayed by Jay Celine. You know. mm-hmm. And then, ta- when he um, come back to... Ay, sorry, go ahead, John. Sa Santo, ano, Jim? Sa mainland China or sa Taiwan? Ang gumawa kasi ano Taiwan and France but then the mm-hmm. setting is in yeah, mainland China siya. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting talaga yung film. Kaya lang, yun din yung parang naging ano ko kami ni Kuya Roland we're discussing it. Pero bakit parang hindi na siya totally nag-focus dun sa male prostitution? Kasi parang yung mga kasama ni ni Kaiko yung the one who portrayed um, Faye, hindi na masyadong pinakita yung story or wala nang subplot or wala nang mga ano sila eh, mga stories. Parang accessories na lang sila as a character. Pero parang kahit nanggaling mo na sila, okay lang, ganun. Kasi mayroong eksena doon na mayroong dalawang money boys na they have a relationship. 
pero hindi masyadong um, ano ba tawag dito? Hindi masyadong uh, nabigyan ng ano, ng justice yung both characters. Kasi mas nagtutok mas nagtutok na siya doon sa journey ni ano ni Fing ganun. Tapos meron doon um, part sa film na he, come, he comes back home kasi yung um, prostitution or milk prostitution sa ano lang siya sa city. Pero within the rural area or the provincial area wala siyang ganun and then hindi siya accepted ng family because yun nga yung pinili niyang profession. Tapos meron pala doon na kababata siya na at first hindi ko magets yung motive na parang papansin sa kanya ganun na parang mm-hmm. wanted to reconnect with him tapos pumunta doon sa place ni Faye sa city akala ko na ang motive niya lang is to follow Faye sa ano pagiging money boys yun pala may gusto siya kay Faye so ang nangyari nagkaroon sila ng relationship ng affair, ganyan. Kaso, itong si Faye, hindi pa siya maka-move on doon sa um, romance niya or yung ex-flame niya with, ano, with his former lover played by, ano, by Jay Selin. Ayun. So, yun yung medyo ako lang doon sa film. Parang, ah, okay. Hindi pala Jay Selin, Jay Selin manabat. <laughs> 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 So, ay gano'n. Tama ba? Or maling so, ano? Hindi. <laughs> so, ay gano'n. <laughs> Pero ang nagustuhan ko naman dito with, ano, with Money Boys, um, this is a dramatic turn for Kaiko. Kasi diba si Kaiko, kilala natin siya in the rom-com, You're the Apple of My Eye. Dito napaka-serious niya. Nakikita mm-hmm. um, mo yung um, sadness or yung regret niya sa face niya. Ganun na parang, ah, parang mali yung decisions niya in life. Ganun. Yun yung maano ko maramdaman. Tapos, uh, ano pa bang mga nagustuhan ko dito yung part sa film? May part doon na parang ginaya na yung Milenio Mago, yung openings ng Milenio Mago. Pero doon na yung sa part ng finale na ambiguous din yung ending na pinag-uusapan namin ni Kuya Roland if sumama ba siya doon sa former lover niya kasi iniwan iniwan na siya nung ano eh nung kababata niya kasi hindi patanggap nung kababata niya na yung mamahalin ay dalawa ganun or wala siyang pinili ganun kasi ambiguous yung ending niya eh. uh, gusto ko yung soundtrack ng film kasi ano siya pum, um, parang pumapap yung dating nung ano nung soundtrack ng film and yung cinematography is ano um, excellent technically speaking ganun Um, so far yun overall okay naman yung film sa akin talagang ano lang siya um, very uh, ito na yung dramatic turn for Kaiko uh, he gave an excellent performance as well as yung supporting niya na si JC ayun yun lang so far ayun so okay okay Jim thank you um, and then DJ yan oh long time no here <laughs> Maraming salamat po sa pagkakataon na marinig ang mga ordinaryo. <laughs> mga ordinaryong mamamayan. Diba? So, si Ganda Eddie... talaga ng kali. Nag-intro di DJ. Sino po ang papapanihin natin? <laughs> Joke lang. Ano, what did you watch recently, DJ? Ayun, bagong-bagay yung napanood ko. Ano? 
bagong-bagong pelikula. Late Spring by Yasujiro Ozu. Nakaya yes. ano, parang ano, basic viewing siya for cinephiles. Parang ano, pang, pang film school curriculum. <laughs> yung pinapanood ko recently. <laughs> And, ano, um, Late Spring, um, I guess, from what I know, I mean, the only other Ozu film I've watched is Tokyo Story. Pero from mm. what I know, super simple lang naman lahat ng stories nila. For late spring, it's about a professor widower na medyo matanda na who lives with his daughter na nasa late 20s na niya. But is still unmarried kasi ayaw niyang, ayaw niyang iwanan yung tatay niya. Um, she loves him so much, she wants to care for him. Parang ayaw niyang iwanan siya. Even if everyone is pressuring her to marry na. So, yun yung ano, um, basic conflict naman ng story. Parang, inuudyok siya nung tatay niya and nung tita niya na magpakasal na. Despite, um, even if it means she'll have to leave her father. Mm, so, dahil also to, um, I mean, well-analyzed naman na siya. Marami nang <laughs> nakuda tungkol sa kanya. Pero... Na-appreciate ko pa rin, for example, yung si Ozo kasi yung isang textbook example talaga ng every frame is a painting eh, na na filmmaker. So, well-composed lahat ng shots niya. And sa sobrang extensive use niya ng static cameras, nakagulat kapag biglang gumagalo yung camera sa mga eksena. So, parang papa... Papaisip ko talaga, uy, ba't gumagalaw ito? Ano kaya yung meaning nun? Pero, even if it does not, ang daming ano, striking shots talaga eh. Parang, pwede kang kumuha ng random frame nun, tapos print mo siya. Pwede mo nang i- <laughs> kung design niya sa bahay mo yung... Um, siguro yung isang ambag ko dito, or more of what I've been thinking about since watching this film, saka yung Tokyo Story. Um, madalas kasi yung describe yung films niya by the way um emotionally pala parang ano tay eh, parang slow slow brew yung effect ni parang normal life lang pero i guess common with many japanese films na bigla na lang may mabigat na suntok pagpatapos ni spring spring kasi meron siyang twist sa ending unlike Tokyo story na medyo mas mellow all throughout pero yung um, what I was gonna say is ano yung yung question na parang Ozzy is always described as universally relatable yung family dramas niya pero I can't help but think na may particularities pa rin yun ng pagiging Japanese niya parang I mean ako as as a Filipino watching a Japanese film may dinadala na ako sa panonood ng mga pelikula ni Ozzy na ah Japanese kasi to ah kasi alam ko na ang society nila talagang very um, reserved and parang they, they have this cultural pressure to put society over their individual needs and wants. That's parang for, for me, parang yun yung nagbibigay ng extra punch, extra power dun sa emotional impact ng films niya. Yun. Ayun, no? Yeah. Um... May pag, na nakita ko nga yun eh, yung parang ano ba, collectivist na parang attitude na it's you're going to serve the family unit more than the individual. Mm-hmm. That, that we don't really see that in Western stories, no? 
more in the yung mga kagaya natin Japanese ano may, yung may tipong may sense of filial obligation and ah, so uh, parang ano parang KPL ni Daryl Yap parang KPL ni Daryl Yap every drama ganun oh nga um yun eh and uh, yeah I, I really also like Tokyo Story is one of my favorite uh, films from Ozu um I Pero was, ayun Yeah, sige, sige. PG. Yung Tokyo Story, di ba it's a remake of an American film? Pero parang bakit Tokyo Story yung ano, yung mm. is it just because of Ozu's technical superiority kung over kung sino man yung gumawa ng American original or is it being transplanted to Japanese to a Japanese context na nagbigay ng extra impact nung, nung story na yun? Kasi it would be the same story eh. Yeah. Pero I guess from kung American ka parang normal lang yung yung I, yung conflict niyan. What I do you guess think? din yung ano eh, yung craftsmanship din ni Ozu eh, in the way he tells his story and the way he adapts it for yung yung cultural context niya. I think yun yun yung nagpapa elevate. That that's what it makes it great rather than just good and just a remake mm-hmm. of the the original or yung inspiration behind the film. I I, I ikaw. <laughs> Depende na din. <laughs> Pero yun. Ayun, DJ, anything more you'd like to say about um mm-hmm. late spring? Um yun lang naman. Pinalito yeah. si ano. Oh nga, i-announce ko nga <laughs> after nito. So, yun. Um Yasujiro Ozu, I'd also recommend then from him if you haven't seen it. Uh, his first color film which is uh, 1958's Equinox Flower yun maganda din yun okay, anyway nasa Criterion Collection yun pero you can find it in the in the interwebs if you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. so would you also recommend KPL as like a Filipino uh, I haven't seen it yet but why not <laughs> diba <laughs> go 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 oh, right, no, KPL Tristan ha Filipino <laughs> 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 Alam mo, Filipino drama. Ito guys ah, next next week kasi uh, to our listeners, we're we're attempting to do this regularly. Um kung wala na kami episode na you know, your usual episodes. Ang gawin nating assignment sa What Did You Watch Recently? Manood tayo lahat ng isang Viva Max na pelikula, tapos pag-usapan natin next week. Isa lang. Yeah. Yeah. Pag may suggestions din kay mga listeners, yes, ganun. Tapos puro shoot-shoot yung re, yung ano, you know, puro shoot-shoot. What do you want us to watch? Ganun. Akin na yung shoot-shoot, Tristan, ha? Sige. Sige, mag-isip ako if Taya or para Luman. Ah, sige. Sige, akin na lang yung ano, paglaki ko, gusto ko maging porn star. Sige, akin na lang yung... Sige. Ano ba yan? Based on ano? Ano? Further musings, ganun. Ayun. Pero, ayun, Viva Max. What? 150 lang isang buwan charot. Um okay, so uh before we go to mine, ayan meron tayong kakarating lang na membro. Ayan, our six our Phantom Sixth man, Phantom Sixth man. Our sixth uh, member. Um also with uh, as many Nobel prizes as F. Chanel Jose, uh Engelbert. Zero. Zero. <laughs> Engelbert Gavarty Dulay. Say hi. Say hi to us. Hello. Oy, grabe yung Nobel Peace Prize. Zero. Uh, Nobel Peace Prize. Non-winner. Ganun talaga. Pero, uh, sige. Uh, Rafi, ano? Um, 
what did you watch recently? Ano, puro Japanese stuff yung pinapanood ko recently because the babe, the babe. No. Blurred ba? Blurred, may, may blurred parts ba? <laughs> may blurred Rafi, parts ba? Just, just may mosaic ba? Wala. Hindi natin pwede pag-usapan yun dito sa podcast. Pero alam mo ba, eto Tristan ha, meron akong, may isang peculiar akong na-notice. O sige, bago ako punta sa Rafi ha. May part, peculiar ako na notice while watching one of those kinds of films. Yung sinasabi uh, ni Tristan. I'm out of taste, I see. I'm out of taste. Well, kasi yung, yung preamble niya, yung parang opening scene niya, is there is this guy, there's this lady, they're both, you know, magkasawa sila, and the woman is reading the newspaper, uh, a newspaper. For some reason, yung newspaper is censored with uh, the same kind of censorship that you see usually in those kinds of films. So natataka ako bakit pati yung yung Jario sinensor nila, 'di ba? I guess ganun ba silang kastrikto sa copyright? I think Japanese ano talaga, they're very strict with copyright. Eh. Pero it just struck me as weird na in a show na in a kind of show na yung sinensor mo ay mga, you know, unmentionables, yung something as innocuous as reading a newspaper ay may mosaic din. Pero anyway. Or is it in your cruise? <laughs> Or is it? Yung pala, toro pala yung binabasa. Thank, thanks, John, for what you watched recently. <laughs> yun, yun na pala yung what I watched recently. <laughs> Says a lot. My hot co-worker can stop seducing me. Ganon. <laughs> Joke lang. Ayun. May meaning yun. Ano, parang the reproduction of information is <laughs> is, is being censored. Ganon. <laughs> It's as powerful as uh, other means of production. Uh, it's in the, our surveillance state. The fifth estate must be... Ano, <laughs> Charat lang. Pero sige, Rafi, sorry, sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. Please continue. No, carry lang. Uh, yan, sige. What have ano? you watched recently? Again, puro Japanese stuff yung pinapanood ko recently. Hila naman blurred, I think. Na <laughs> yung... I wanted to talk about talaga yung it's a summer film, pero... Aha. Yun na lang, gusto mo. No, pero mas sobrang na-mess up ako <laughs> ng ano, code, code Gia. So, okay. I have been watching anime recently. As in, puro isekai. Um, a, like, <clears throat> a man of A man of culture. Yeah, ten. <laughs> yeah. Puro Di tensura. Ano, Para nag-start sa ano, you know? <laughs> Para papunta sa yung kay DJ John kay, ano Rafi very refined. <laughs> Thank you for calling my uh, calling my my co-worker seduced me a uh, very uh, cultured film. <laughs> my hot co-worker seduced me. <laughs> Charot. Game na game, game. Sorry sorry Rafi, please continue. <laughs> Pero sobrang ano kasi ewan ko kasi I have a friend who mm-hmm. recommended me to watch Code Geass. Okay. Um, medyo, ano kasi, <laughs> I've never seen Code Geass ever. I've never seen, nor watched a single episode, nor any of the spin-offs. So, hindi kasi ako ganun ka-interested before sa mga, anything mecha, like Gundam, Voltes 5. It only like, started recently, simula nung 
nag-evangelion binge ako. Like, mas na-appreciate ko siya. So, I figured, sige, try ko. Tapos, tang... Sorry. <laughs> Papamura sana ako. <laughs> Hindi, kasi sobrang ganda ng world building tsaka ng character development uh-huh. na ginawa ni Clamp, ng Clamp sa Kodia. Sobrang, how I would say, intricate ng parang moral compasses ng main character. So, the story of, of Code Geass is about uh, a world plunged into war between three superpower countries or superpower states, I would say. There's the Chinese Federation, there's Europea United, and then there's Britannia or the Holy Britannian Empire. I believe Britannia has conquered half of Europe and then the Americas when Queen Elizabeth in an alternate dimension took over the United States. And then, of course, the Chinese Federation took over majority of Asia and then Europea United more so on the remaining parts of Europe and Africa. So it's about this guy named Lelouch who was sent or exiled from Britannia to what do you call this to Japan to called Area 11 because every time that Britannia would take over a country they would refer to their colonies as areas and then they would be labeled as numbers depending on like I, if i remember correctly depending on when or pang ilan na na-take over yung yung colony. So, for example, with Japan, they built sila as Area 11. So, the people or the citizens of Japan, the Japanese people, they're referred to as 11s. So, si Lelouch, na-exile siya dun sa area na yon and happened to be one of the victims of this very problematic yet somehow philosophical war between the three colonies. And Throughout the entire series, it's just about Lelouch trying to balance himself out in in uh, in a very complicated scale between what's right from what's wrong. And sobrang nakatuwa kasi lahat sila contradictory yung ideals. For example, si Lelouch parang pinaglalaban niya na for war to end, more blood should be spilled, something like that. And then um, there's this other character who happens to be his best friend named Suzaku Kurarugi who wants to, what do you call this, make sure that everyone is, or he, he gets his dreams realized without having to shed that much blood, without him realizing that he has already shed blood throughout the process of being a part of the empire, of the Britannian empire. So throughout the entire series, every episode, parang there's always a nugget of information na reveal. Like, it's uh, it's been cooking up since episode one, pero ang angas lang kasi lahat ng characters pinaglaanan ng attention alam mo na every single bit ng storya, ng characters, ng entire setting, it's a labor of love. 
Tsaka nakakatuwa kasi tawag dito, we're also in war in a way at the moment. We have a global scale crisis and then there are a lot of political happenings going around the world. So I feel like it's very apt and it's very timely. And sobrang medyo na-mess up yung moral compass ko mismo as a person kasi ang daming philosophical statements and discussions na bini-bring up nung um nung fi- nung, nung series about um what do you call this what it takes to be human what's right from what's wrong yung idea ng social darwinism which is survival of the fittest you know the strong prevails over the weak and ang angas kasi hindi alam lahat nung nung mga characters hindi nila alam kung tama ba yung gagawin nila or hindi they just do it just because they have like a set ideal in mind hindi ko pa tapos <laughs> yan sige admittedly tuloy tuloy mo na lang pa... it's it gets very crazy near the end of season 2 pero ang gusto kong basahin kasi ang galing eh <laughs> sige lang anyway um uh, i've also watched this series a long time ago bago ko pa Well, around the time siguro na binuo ko yung present confusion. Present confusion, no? Um, yeah, it's a fun it's a fun show. It's a good show by Sunrise na parang upping the stakes every episode. Sometimes pa it's one of the in the early parang ages of meme culture, parang sobrang mini-meme tong show na to. From the title sequence to certain characters that I won't say kung sino kasi spoilers. to even the the infamous yung if you if you notice ewan ko lang kung tinanggal from from subsequent versions of the fair of the series there's a very ubiquitous parang product placement for pizza hut in this show yes so, no. so yun um yeah it's really fun um to our listeners if you want to like there are three compilation movies on Netflix and there's a fourth movie na ayoko sabihin yung title kasi masaspoil kayo a- along with the ano along with the original TV series so these compilation movies and the fourth movie they're part of a se- if i'm not mistaken a separate continuity similar but kind of different continuity from the original TV series so yung one, fourth by yung resurrection yes the fourth one is so um iba daw yung continuity niyon from the original there are slight, some slight changes then um from the movie version to so the parang ano parang the rebuild of rebuild of evangelion lang para siyang ganun yeah, yeah. parang ganun pero Uh-oh. i the, the different continuity yes yes so kung if you want to watch it yan netflix madali lang so just one click away and yun lang enjoy enjoy, enjoy the end of season 2 rafi masaya yan Ah, nasa part na ako na nanghingi ng tulong si Lelouch kay Suzaku because of Nanali kasi nga akala niya naka, ano na natrap na si Charles Z. Britannia dun sa ah. Sword of Acacia. Yun pala hindi. Like no. so messed up. And and ang ang galing ng transition from season 1 to season 2 kasi yung episode 1 ng season 2 At saka yung episode 2 ng season 2, it's very freaking reminiscent of the first two episodes of season 1. Yes. Kaya 
parang nagtaka ako, bakit buhay? <laughs> so may parallels talaga. Pero anyway, <laughs> ayun. So, <laughs> Kojias, it's it's a very fun show. Um, and uh, we are now going to go to the last. <laughs> Yung pinanood ko, no, unfortunately, it is not my hot co-worker keeps on seducing me, pero kung mahanap nyo yun. <laughs> Anong code nun, John? Stars? Uh, one, ano na? IPX na IPX. IPX 515. <laughs> <laughs> IPX 515. Idea pocket ko yan. So anyway. A man, a man of taste. A man of taste. You know, I'm I'm doing the the chef's kiss thing right now. I'm a man of taste. <laughs> so, I know, I'd, I'd really like to talk a bit about yung napanood ko recently. I, I, I've watched a few shows ngayon. Also, a lot of Japanese stuff, a lot of Korean stuff, pero the one thing that of course stood out and I'm sure a lot of you have watched already, malamang may episode na to sa end slate or whatever, but I'd still like to talk about it. It's called Squid Game. It's a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, nine-episode series on Netflix. It's about this guy who is in very heavy debt and he is um, not really forced, but he joins a uh, a death game that's based on these parang children's games na if you lose, you die, basically. Um, and the prize is like 40 billion won, which is a huge amount of money and would solve all of his troubles. But of course, um, he has to kill or or everyone around him has to die for that to happen. And it's it's just parang, parang Cliff's Notes version lang ng my impressions. It's a very good show. Um, it's not a perfect show. Uh, there are some parts that are badly acted, like around episode 7. Yeah. In Americans. The, the American Amer- the Americans. <laughs> Parang yung sa ano, I, I'm so sorry to say, yung parang sa ano, yung sa General Luna, yung mga ibang foreigners to. Ay. Si ano? Di ba si ano yun? Si Erocha yun? <laughs> si Erocha yun eh. Sorry, Erocha. We love TBA. Charat. <laughs> Pero yun, parang the actors not as good as the yung sa Koreans, but still, the games, the presentation, I also like the class commentary that's being done with the show. Um... In terms of originality, well, it's not the most original show out there, but it's very, very fun. Um, if you like this sort of show, my very highest recommendation is a manga anime series called uh, Kaiji Ultimate Survivor. Um, it's more, more, you know, parlor games, mga yung games na with your friends. Pero again, it's either life or death or babaon ka ulit sa sobrang lang utang. Ganun din siya. And there's also class commentary also in Kaiji. And in terms of the class commentary, yung interesting sa Squid Game talaga is yung parang myth na if you work at the top, if you work hard enough, you can parang pwede kang umangat ng social status na Squid Game inadvertently or maybe advertently no, shows that um, this is an illusion created by the, the upper classes. And they do this for their own entertainment. Tsaka ano, it also, it also says a lot na yung, yung ano, tipong yung boredom, no? Between, there, there's two different kinds of boredom, although they're very similar, between the lowest of the lowest classes and the highest of the highest classes. Na tipo, one of them are parang inuwi sa society because they don't have, nothing is meaningful to them. 
da, yun namang sobrang isa, sobrang kahog ng kahog sa isang sistema na hindi sila nabe-benefit. Parang life is meaningless in that way naman. Pero both of them parang experience the same kind of emotion. And there are some people who yung gusto nila pabagsakin yon and fail. There are some people na they work through the system to uphold it. So, and and daming dimensions niya. And I, I like those yung parang, I think that's what resonated with a lot of people din. And yeah, agree. Yung, yung idea din na kung ako yung napunta sa game na to, anong gagawin ko? Parang, may, may parang ganung sense yung mga people who watch this, yung the people I, I know who watch this show. Parang, if this, if I did this game, feel ko matatalo ko. Or if if this other person did this game, parang, um, baka manano siya. Kasi gano'n hmm. pala siya. Ganun. Anyway, yun. Um, oh, Papapakwestion ka nung true nature ng, ng tao. Huwag na nga ako, sa ganitong game ka. Ayun. Tristan, ano yeah. yung sasabihin? Yeah. Actually, kasi diba, I did a video for this sa sa work. So, we did a video essay. Ito sabi ko nga, like, I think what's most kasi the genre has it's ano eh, it's well it's well treaded ground na eh. this parang survival game we've seen it in the Hunger Games Alice in Borderland as the God as the God's will etc. Pero what makes this a bit different is that there's this op there's this um may parang may option ka to join it's like there's this semblance of free will kasi di ba you opt hmm. into the game and then you can even leave the game like as shown in the second episode pero kaya tuhog yung class commentary it's because it's like if you're at the lower rungs of society it's like okay this is my only chance for social mobility get <laughs> so parang mm. you grab you grab this um you, you risk your life not just to live kasi like the other survival game genre entries it's always about fighting to live eh. this one it's fighting to rise to the top eh, fighting for a cash prize yes. so i think that just shows like how disparate how grabe yung gap between the elite and the working class eh kasi it's like okay um as dictated by those on top this eto ang system this is the only way for you to rise it's via something that we constructed it's via the game that we made so i think that's also pointed commentary towards the real world where means and we like us who are not in the 1%, we think na we have to play by the rules of the game set by the elites. Gets? Ganun yung parang yeah. naiisip ko yun. Na parang, when in reality, this is not the only way. So, parang it instills, in, it ingrains in us this, this, um, this idea na we have to emulate those on top, which is basically dog-eat-dog, dog, ruthlessness, um, the comp- complete and utter disregard for those lower than us to climb to climb to the top. So, kaya feel ko ang ano eh, ang potent ng commentary in Squid Game na they they were able to realize that through something so sinister. Well, in the real world naman, di naman rin ganun kalayo ang pagiging sinister. If It's just a bit more nebulous, kumbaga. <laughs> ang interesting nga na, na yung South Koreans, they make this very accessible art. Pero, a lot of so, their art is very conscious about yun nga class systems yung for example like yung parasite i mean it's very you can just take it as a this very entertaining thriller pero 
again, it's still masaya pa ano pa, hindi naman masaya, pero it's very nice to see na yung parang may may additional na laman pa siya aside from that. And it's not just limited to shows like Squid Game or Parasite lang. There are a lot of other shows that, you know, show this kind of disparity in a way that uh, a lot of other parang popular media from other countries cannot. Uh, sorry, pero ang labo lang ng mga iba na kasi I see, I see people cheering na parang, okay, so the takeaway from Squid Game is that may insurance ka. Parang for me, that's like a surface level reading. You have to take it You have to go beyond that and see that it's really a critique on the system. Because mm-hmm. if the burden is if the burden is you shift it to the normal class, to the normal people, parang hindi mo na imbibe yung larger lessons, larger message or larger lessons of the of Squid Game. Na what it's really critiquing is critiquing is the system a bit large, a system na na put into perpetual motion by by the powers that be, di ba? Uh, and uh, yun nga, ho- uh, hopefully in in the future, in kung magka-season 2 man sila, they can they can continue the addressing that kind of yung, yung parang message lang from the start. Rafi, may gusto kang sabihin? Yeah. <clears throat> Hindi ko pa nakapanood yung Squid Game, pero may naalala ko Rafi. siya kung may naalala kong show or film na similar to that. Alam mo, Doc, yung ano, 13 game sayong. Aha. So it's like a Thai film. I think it was released when I was still in elementary school. Shocks. Um, <laughs> and it's about like this guy who suddenly joins into a game and there are like 13 activities that he has to do all for the sake of money. So it's about uh, parang ran, hindi siya random stuff eh, pero parang all sorts of degrading sa self all for the sake of winning i think 1 million baht uh-huh. so parang ganun yung pagposition ninyo dun sa squid game it's like tag dito naka-question parang is it really just for for the sake of winning money parang so ibig sabihin ba na yung society at large is parang heavily reliant on, on that to survive, you know, stuff like that. Parang, parang ganun ko siya na-perceive. Kasi nalala ko yung, yung main actor nung film na yon. parang he had to go through a lot and then eventually, towards the end, parang wala rin. Like, for what? For what reason? Parang he, he eventually died and then wala na. Hindi na, hindi, hindi rin niya nakuha. It, the, the money went to someone else. Parang ganun. <clears throat> Kinda, similar. Hmm. Pero ito May, kasi, magkakasama sila ng journey. So it's not just the main character. Parang dito, I don't know about you guys, pero parang may nakita, nakita ko dito, tatlo yung, tatlong point of view siya. Eh. Parang may point of view ng patapon sa society, may point of view ng tinatry i-fight back yung system, may tinatry, well, that's like they, they try to fight back the system, pero may isa doon na parang, you know, she was from North Korea, so she's like, trying to avenge her family uh, once she gets the money she you know she'll be able to she thinks she'll be able to um, redeem her family whatever um yung parang whatever society says na ah, okay mas safe dito parang ganun tapos may isa naman na he's just doing it for himself talaga so 
yun ay it's similar to that that one that you described pero awon ko parang sa akin kasi at one point na isip ko para siyang Hunger Games minus the you know the romantic angle I guess pero to kasi parang ang scary niya kasi you know anybody could be in that we're all in that kind of situation right now na alam mo yun parang yung kakilala mo pala nakala mo very noble paglaki hindi pala siya ganun or you know this other person na dread dreaded yung circumstance niya na um alien siya sa bansa pero at the same time you know he has to do this ganyan tapos meron din yung angle ng game master na parang he's he's not doing it for fun he's he's doing it because he's lonely and he's immoral so alam mo yun kasi siguro may appeal siyang ganun ang yung circumstances din kasi sa pagka ganun ni Gihon is also parang orchestrated yung isa direct consequence ng ng ano nung uh, nung elite kasi yeah. di ba ano siya di ba factory worker oh, siya yun yung boss yun yung busted oo mm. so ano nawalan siya ng trabaho and then his friend was in this yung parang protest nag mm. nagwewelga sila to keep their jobs napatay siya and then that led to his downward spiral gambling addiction Oh, may gambling addiction siya which may be caused by his PTSD and also he tried din naman to get into business ventures like yung chicken shop but um, also this is a parallel to real life no sobrang oversaturated ang chicken shops ngayon sa South Korea South Korea yes. so sa t- natipong yung initial investment nila hindi na nila nababalik kasi they're all trying to squeeze into this little market so yung yung his own situation is not necessarily his own fault. Parang he's trying naman eh. Pero, yeah. pero there's, parang the system is rigged against him in a, in a way. Yeah. Uh-oh. Actually, John, good thing I mentioned that kasi I, what I also saw na parang diba, there's a controversy right now na the subtitles, mm-hmm. well, not really a controversy na parang hindi naman siya malicious but uh-huh. it's like the subtitles they remove the context yes, na parang mas sharper sana yung criticism pero they tried to make the they tried to make the subtitles more general so example yung character do na ano pangalan ng yung other female character na medyo swindler so so uh, parang there's there's a line there na she says i'm smart i i'm i'm sabi parang ang noba sa subtitles ay I'm not that smart but I make it work. Uh-huh. Parang actually ang sinabi niya pala in in actual Korean is like I'm smart but I was not given the opportunity to study. Uh-huh. Parang ganyan. So so alam mo parang it's very far pero it it just heightens the class criticism na okay this bunch of people kasi 'di ba the the parang ang um, ang disclaimer kagad sa kanila ay these people are deplorable these are parang guilt, uh, these are guilt, uh, these are getreden mga criminal to mga embezzlers and then parang this a parang hail mary to save them from this debt pero in reality their situations are are not entirely their fault pero victims na of the system mm-hmm. as exemplified by Gihon so ang inaano ko nga doon na parang dichotomy is that There, if you look at Gihon and si Sangwoo, yung parang kababata niya, yeah. both of them, they're put in this situation, pero they're also like two sides of the same coin. It's like si Gihon, 
Ito yung parang who never rose from poverty kasi the system was all against him. Ito naman si Sang Wu. He was able to rise from poverty pero look at um, through what means by becoming as ruthless, by becoming as manipulative as his oppressors, di ba? So, it's like It's like yung, I forgot who, who said it. Si, yung parang ano, you, you cannot use the master's tool to dismantle the master's home. Yes. So, uh, kasi, oh, kasi ayun eh, um, it's basically be part of the system, um, embody the status quo, or ayun, nandun ka sa baba forever. Yeah. Yun. And, yun, actually, yun lang, no? Uh, I, I, I encourage everyone, if you haven't watched Squid Game 2, give it a try. Um, if you've already watched it, um, try watching it again in your free time. If, kung just palipasin nyo siguro yung isang buwan para medyo makalimutan nyo yung stuff para, ano, para medyo fresh no? Pero try to look at, you know, clues or try to look at um, what's behind the games. Kasi it's, this, is, this show is more than just you know patayan na bloody games no it's it's, it's something may may dagdag siya and that's what makes it uh, a good show i think in my opinion and um of course you're very free to watch all the other similar shows in the genre if this has interested you if you're interested ano other show John? my coworker is asking Kaiji Kaiji Ultimate Survivor there's an anime and there's a live action version I recommend the anime ano sabi mo yung my co-worker is seducing me yung ba yung before we end this kasi yun ako I mentioned Memlock the Devil tapos um, si John si Kaiji Ultimate Survivor like Do you guys have any references din na pwede mo, pwede natin i-share sa listeners na similar dun sa sinadjust natin. Parang naalala niya, ah, itong kunwari, si Succession. Parang naalala ko ah. Like, just one, the first thing that comes up. Uh, si, in your sino mauna? Ako or what? Si Tristan. Oh, Tristan. Kasi ikaw meron ka na eh, si Kaiji, tsaka yung uh-huh. my co-worker is seducing me. Ano mo ba seducing me talaga? Talaga ko na question yung my co-worker. Actually, yung title pala niya is... Teka, teka. Mahaba yung title. Para siyang like novel eh. Sige, habang hinahanap mo, ikaw, Tristan, ano yung pwede nating parang side ano ba side? Mga, ano, ano ba mga social satire against the 1%? So, siguro ang most recent is The White Lotus. I don't know if you guys watch that. It's, uh-huh. an, it's another HBO show. Mm-hmm. Siguro pwede rin ng billions if you... if you're into that. Kasi ba billions, alam ko, it's like the more mass appeal show about rich people being terrible and trying to become more wealthy by stepping on each other. So, mm-hmm. so baka yun ang closest parallels to what we have right now. Um, billions in the White Lotus. If in terms of quality, I would put it as like the successor, or diba? Fits succession. Wow. As the successor of like, um, the, diba din eh, The Sopranos, Mad Men, now succession you very character character driven it's it won't exist it won't exist as a movie kasi you really have to get to know the characters and see how they bond, bounce off one another ikaw ano um dj mm well mention ko naman na ah, um si late spring ay um prototypical of the film siya pero It's representative of all supposedly it's representative of all the films also made 
from that film onwards up to the end of his career. So another one is Talk a Story. Um, Late Spring and Talk a Story are two parts of what's considered a loose trilogy in tawag nila Noriko trilogy because it has the same actress, si Setsuko Hara, who plays um, three different characters but with the same name, Noriko, in three different films. Hindi ko lang maalala kung ano yung other one film from that, but it's from around the same time. Yun. Uh, idagdag ko lang kay DJ, uh, uh, if you... Uh, uh, some one contemporary filmmaker has remade Tokyo Story into uh, a film. It's called Tokyo Family. Eh, si Yoji Yamada to. Um, tapos ano, um, he also made another film na very, that pays homage to Tokyo Story. And also in particular, it's called uh, What a Wonderful Family. And it's, it's also a trilogy of films then. <laughs> so watch out for those films then if you are interested. On a local note din pala, um, yung distance ni Percy and Alan, it's been compared to another film eh? from oh, Cinema oh. 2018. Actually, yes. It's very... Um, yes. It's very oh. Ano pala, DJ? Oh, wala yung KBL. Wala yung KBL. Wala KBL. Sa local <laughs> counterpart of a family drama. Uh, the, other, the other part of the Noriko trilogy is Early Summer. So, yun yung, yun. Mm. and then mm. Tokyo Story and then Late Spring. Yan. Uh, okay. Sino Tapos ano, si Rafi sa Code oh, Ano bang similar sa Code Gias? Wala akong maisip. Well, ang hirap, no? Pero, uh, other Sunrise Productions are are available that are crazy then that involve mecha, uh, mecha pilots doing stuff. Um, Kunyari, uh, we have Valve Rave the Liberator. It's a very crazy show, pero it's not that good. Lalo na sa second season, medyo nag-drop off yung quality. Um, ano pa Siguro bang... similar, Pat Labor. Pat Labor, think... yeah. Pero yung yung geopolitical conflict yung iniisip ko eh. Na very... Ay, right. Parang hirap malayo mag-isip bang, eh. Hirap malayo, eh. Bang, ano, malayo bang itahi ang Evangelion sa kanya? Geopolitical conflict, more um... existential... Mas Guys ano to in... eh, this is more like, para siyang may, may pagka Game of Thrones-ish siya na power struggle between family members. Kasi if there's something similar to Eva, I, I, um, I'd recommend like Darling in the Franks, which is also available on Netflix. It's very, uh-huh. ano, basta it's very innuendo-laced. <laughs> Yun lang sasabihin ko. Basically, they're the yung yung the the robots are piloted by two people, a boy and a girl, and then yung position nila is very suggestive, kumbaga. So tingnan yun na lang. <laughs> and uh, yon no, A- ako na ba last? Ako na no, Una na kasi um- umalis na kasi si Jim. So ni tuton title ng my coworker. Ay to 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 to, to to to, mahaba siya, mahaba siya. My lover is waiting at home for me, but I ended up staying at my beautiful colleague's home after we missed the last train home. No panties, no bra. I toot her all night with my orgasmic toot. Oh! 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 light novel title. Ang haba. Hindi, para siya. Ano kayo tagagawa ng art card? My cardio 
or run on sentences parang <laughs> lakas maka ano that time I got reincarnated as, as a slime the time I got reincarnated as a ayun lang um, squid game yun nga kaiji if you want uh, games yung games games lang um, you can watch uh, liar game that's also a fun show Um, there's also if you want yung parang survival aspect ng children's games there's As the God's Will um, kung gusto nyo na parang reality shows type series there's one show called The Genius it's a Korean television series na may four seasons uh, ano siya it's like mga, mga talagang mga celebrities to pero they play these parang linlangan games against each other it's very fun And Alice in Borderland, I think Netflix. Yes. Alice in Borderland. Alice in Borderland also. Oh, it's a shame na last year it didn't. I mean, naging sikat siya, naging number one siya, pero hindi siya like. I don't know. Alam mo yun, parang hirap. How did Squid Game become this number one show around the world? Parang it's close to quality in all sa other shows sa Netflix na hmm. international. Hmm. like Alice in Borderland. Though, alam ko naman nagkaroon ng parang ripple effect na if pansinin mo yung Netflix top 10 right now, kasama rin ang Alice in Borderland. Ah, actually, mm-hmm. up 9 yata oh, siya oh. ngayong araw na to. Oh, ano, ano oh. siya, nahatak siya ng itong Squid Game. <laughs> Ayan. So, yun lang guys. Until our next episode, you can expect us next week, hopefully. We'll be trying to make more regular episodes as the months go on until the end of the year. And uh, from all of us to all of you, um, we'll see you at the streaming service. <laughs> movies. We'll see you at the movies. <laughs> And yun lang. Please, please watch Dune. Dune. Please watch Dune. Please watch Shoot Shoot. <laughs> please watch 69 plus 1. Okay, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.